so wonderful to worship our mighty God and King. He deserves all the glory, all the praise. Why don't we just lift our hearts up to Him at this moment? In your homes, wherever you may be, acknowledge the King of kings and the Lord of lords. He loves you. He's done so much for you. Oh, Father, we invite your spirit into this place. You are already here, the atmosphere. We sense your presence here, Lord God. So we thank you. And I pray that I would decrease and you would increase and that the Holy Spirit would have his way and speak into our hearts. We thank you, Lord. We bless your name. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Welcome. Welcome to this beautiful Wednesday night. We are so happy that you've joined us. Wherever you are, whether you're in another country, whether you're in New York City or in Brooklyn, we're happy to see you. So it's just amazing that the Lord, he, he gave me this word and actually I had two other messages and for some reason this is the one he wanted me to speak about. And, and the beautiful thing is that um, when he does that, then it seems like everything is in alignment for, for what you, you need to hear tonight. And so uh, just listen to the words, let the Lord minister to your life and, and enjoy the good word. Amen. I want to thank um, the, the elders of the church and Pastor Mark for giving me the opportunity. This is such a beautiful opportunity to be able to break bread with you and to share the love of God. And um, the, um, the title of my message tonight is Take Heart, the Battle Has Been Won. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter what's going on around us and what we're feeling and, and the precautions that we're taking, although we do need to take them, but God is still in control. He's still on his throne and he's in charge. So rejoice in that, knowing that the battle has been won. And the scripture reference for tonight is John 16.33. Beautiful, beautiful uh, passage there. It says, these things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart. Mm. Take heart. I have overcome the world. Hallelujah. It's now about a year since the virus started spreading throughout the whole world. Where once we planned our lives like nothing could interfere with our desires and our outcomes. Traveling of rest and celebrating special occasions. Traveling and enjoy for the enjoyment of being with family. Never did we imagine that what happened in another part of the world would affect us in this place where we are. It has affected and hindered our lives in such a way that this is the new normal. We probably would have thought about how other countries wear masks all the time, but here we are. We're wearing masks now, and our lives have been changed our health, 
our jobs, our families, and even the houses of worship are totally, some in shutdown and some in limited capacity. We never thought that would happen. The security we once celebrated was now being threatened by a mysterious and unknown viral disease, which we COVID-19. Here we are today, gradually and carefully gathering once again with masks and gloves and sanitizers and air filtration systems and distancing ourselves just to remain alive. That's a different life that we're living now. And we want to thank Pastor E and her team for the way that they conduct the assembly of our sanctuary because if it wasn't for that, we wouldn't be safe. But we want to thank you, Pastor E, for the work that you do and your team. We are living frightening times. And many of us have experienced signs of fatigue, depression, anxiety, when people we don't know get too close to us. I, I dare say, even family, they ask, have you, ha, where have you been? Have you been tested? What's your temperature? Did you get vaccinated? Which vaccination did you take? As if they know which is the better one. And, you know, when we travel in mass transit, it's, it's just another challenge because it's like walking in a minefield. We just don't know where to walk, where to sit, who to stand next to, because we're worried that that next person could be the carrier. So we're afraid. We're frightful. But in the situation that has worsened, that's really hit everybody's heart now is the area where so many millions of people have died across the whole world. And I say that uh, some of you have even experienced that with your own families and our heart goes out to you and we grieve with you and we pray with you and we pray that the Lord would strengthen your walk and, and just comfort you. That's what the Holy Spirit does. He comforts us. He, uh, he grieves with us. He, he helps us in those times of trouble. And those who have, have suffered and are still suffering presently need prayers, need our prayers of healing and restoration and protection against this deadly disease. When calamity and strife and unexpected troubles arise in my life and in your life, it is critical. In fact, it's vital to know that there is someone, say Jesus, Jesus, okay, whom I can turn to and trust that he is present in my trouble and able to see me through. Jesus said, in the world you will have tribulation. Some versions say many trials and, and, and sorrows. Another version says much trouble. But then Jesus says, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Jesus had been teaching his disciples over the course of several years about a new radical way of living. Loving God and loving your neighbor. And faith followed by a demonstration of compassion and love. Because what's the sense of us believing what Jesus does and never going out to touch other people? 
His teachings often created hostility in the minds of the religious authorities, like the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Jesus was telling them it's not about our ethnicity, our family, our pedigree that makes one acceptable to God, but honoring God by believing in and loving Jesus Christ. For us, believing in and loving Jesus builds trust and a steadiness that sustains us in the battle. Jesus, the Son of God, equal with the Father, tells his disciples, if you abide in my words, and you are truly my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You and I have been in a physical, emotional, spiritual, and psychological battle. But the King of kings and the Lord of the army of the Lord, Jesus, tells us the battle has been won. God told Joshua, have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid or dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. David said it best. He says, have I, David said in Psalm 139, where can I go from your spirit or where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in hell, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the most utter parts of the sea, even there, you shall lead me, and your right hand shall hold me. His hand. His hand is so powerful. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive me. You will stretch out your hand against the wrath of my enemies, and your right hand will save me. Hallelujah. In our text tonight, in John 16, Jesus says, I have overcome the world hallelujah that means that jesus has already done it i first person the word who was with god in the beginning i the one who is the alpha and the omega the beginning and the end i who gave his life so that we can have eternal life i the one who fights our battles and neutralizes the powers of darkness the Lord said, I have. I have healed the sick, restored sight to the blind, delivered the demon-possessed, and raised the dead. I have taught you the words of life and the way you should walk in them. I have taught you and sent the Holy Spirit from the Father that he would be with you forever. Aren't we thankful that we have the Holy Spirit? Hallelujah. He's our companion, our advocate. He does so much on behalf of Jesus. Hallelujah. I have overcome. I have released my power and authority to trample on the serpents and the scorpions, symbols of the spiritual enemies and demonic powers who have tormented souls in the past, but who, has, who have been rendered powerless by the blood of Jesus. 
I have overcome the world. He who sits on the right hand of the Father is in the place of authority. He is omnipotent. Hallelujah. The Lord looks down from heaven upon the children of men to see if there are any who understand, who seek God. Let me say, as an aside, but if you have not repented of your sins and accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, don't even try to fight the enemy with your own strength. You will not be successful. Why? Because your decision comes with benefits. When you register your name in heaven, the Lord dispatches his angels. And even before you gather the words to your prayer, the Lord has already sent the Holy Spirit to abide in you, to make his home in you. And that requires a total commitment on your part. And if he is for you, who can be against you? The enemy of your soul cannot withstand the power of God. The Holy Spirit is in you and about you. He is called the Spirit of Christ, the Spirit of Truth. He is our counselor, our guide, our comforter, our intercessor, our advocate, our teacher. He is with us to draw us to the Lord. In this verse, Jesus says, take heart. That is so beautiful to hear when you are going through stuff. I couldn't find another word for that. Stuff. You know what I mean. He is telling us to gain courage, to be confident, not in yourself, but because of him. He promises never to leave you nor forsake you. When you acknowledge that God is in control, you will see past the circumstances and impossibilities. You will instead fix your eyes on, on Jesus and the one who sits on the throne in his limitless power, surrounded by thousands of angels, thousands and ten thousands of angels, praising and worshiping the God Almighty. Jesus says, take heart. Because he understands that adversity and tribulation can discourage you from keeping hope and perseverance in faith alive. Psalm 50, 15 says, call unto me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you and, shall, and you shall glorify me. Hallelujah. He even empowers us with his power and authority. Ephesians 6.13 says, Therefore take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. He helps us to stand, to stand firm in the foundation of Christ. Hallelujah. That was my introduction. No, I'm just kidding. Actually, in the next two minutes, I want to tackle the issue of faith. Whether we are believing for a personal, for, well, personal or a, uh, a public answer in our prayers, we need to have faith. This Sunday, Pastor Mark said in the, in the Spanish congregation that there, each of us has a, a little bit of Peter in all of us. Sometimes we waver in our trust to God. Not so much because we don't trust who God is, 
but because we're human. And because we're human, when we're walking on unfamiliar ground, or in the case of Peter, on water, when we lose sight of the Lord, what happens? We sink. We end up panicking. Help me, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. What matters is not the amount of faith that you have. It's the object of your faith. And the object of your faith is Jesus Christ. When we call out to the Lord, even when we doubt and when we're afraid, he is present. God's remedy may not be what we imagine because his thoughts are not our thoughts. Neither are his ways our ways. Though your faith might change from day to day, his promises never waver. As the song says, great is his faithfulness. Brother and sisters, so how can we take heart? We can take heart by believing that God says and promises in the word and believe what he says rather than putting emphasis on the enemy because sometimes that's what we do. We give the enemy uh, an, an open door to come and attack us and to uh, make us be fearful and to worry about the situation that's going on around us. But when we focus our eyes on Jesus, he strengthens you. He delivers you. He gives you the, the courage that you need to move forward. Rather than putting emphasis on the enemy, trust God. Trust the word. Pray daily and read his word and meditate on it. Continue to trust God in, the, in your situation. And don't let your faith turn cold. Keep the fire burning. We cannot forget who we belong to and who is the source of our strength. And finally, remember this. The victory is the Lord's. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. You're just an awesome God. We love you. We thank you. Touch your people tonight, Lord God. Allow them to have a sense, an urgency, Lord God, to draw close to you, to feel the warmth of your love, Lord. Help them, Lord God, that whatever they're going through, that they would know that you are walking with them, that they're not alone, that they don't need to be fearful, but that they can totally trust you, Lord. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. Praise the Lord.